This is a bonus episode. Season 5 is coming soon. Late October to be precise. Listening party on the way. Young God season will soon be upon us. In the meantime, enjoy this special last minute impromptu episode, which is basically an album review. Well, two album reviews in one. Something I have never done. But I thought, hey, this will be fun. If you're a true music fan, this one's for you. Welcome to The Young God. A lot of people think CLB is the better album. I'm here to tell them why they are wrong. First of all, this is not about who is better between Drake and Ye. They are both highly skilled, highly successful, and highly creative individuals. Not just in hip-hop, but in fashion, branding, marketing, and money-making. All aspects of life. These guys always understand the assignment. So this is not about them personally, but about their most recent projects. Donda and Certified Lover Boy. As I said, Donda is, without a doubt, the better album. This is my unbiased opinion after listening to both projects multiple times. My analysis is based on a well-thought-out, comprehensive breakdown of every aspect of both musical projects, from the story, to the lyrics, to the album art, and everything in between. All of this coming from a person with an understanding of what it takes to create a work of art which even professional critics sorely lack. A lot of the criticism against Donda was so unintelligent and weird, I just had to step in. Because just as it takes great skill to make great art, it takes great skill to appreciate it. It is a kind of talent in itself to be an audience, to appreciate, to witness what you have been privileged to see, or in this case, here. And it sucks to be an artist these days because there is no true appreciation for your work beyond numbers. It's always about the numbers as opposed to the artistry and the feelings evoked by the project. There's, there's, there's just so much that goes into appreciating the work of art and anyone who understands this would have known, even before Donda dropped, that it would be one of the most unique, intriguing projects in a long time. Kanye made Donda for himself, first of all, followed by the fans. Drake made CLB for the fans first, second, third, and fourth. Now, you might be thinking, hmm, how nice of Drake. But it takes courage to make art for yourself, from a deeply personal place to experiment at the risk of alienating your fans. Because fans have this weird sense of entitlement sometimes. They expect the artist to cater to them by staying the same. This is why I say that there's there's an actual shortage of good audiences Audiences that allow the artist to grow and experiment. Audiences that want to go on that journey with the artist as opposed to forcing the artist to stay in one place. Audiences today are just not sophisticated enough to appreciate some of the levels these artists are elevating to. The average music fan does this thing where they get stuck in a time period where they found the artist or where they found their favorite song or album of the artist and then they don't let the artists grow past that point. 
So when the artist goes in a new direction, they say the album is trash or the artist fell off. Lil Wayne has been a victim of this for the longest time. Fans have stayed stuck in the Carter 3 and have missed out on some stellar work since. But I digress. So knowing all of this, you can imagine how sensitive artists are to this kind of low-level criticism. That's why some of them take long breaks between projects. They don't feel the need to release stuff because they are so far ahead of their audience. They'll just create for themselves in private and when they feel like the audience has caught up or maybe the label puts enough pressure, they release stuff. But Kanye has no such fear. He, he, he experiments, he takes risks every time and forces us to see things his way. And that's what he did with Donda. That's artistry. And I just feel the need to harp on this, that, that, that music appreciation is so poor today. An album comes out and an hour later, someone on the internet is calling it a classic. Habba. Habba. Fear God. Classic is a word that gets thrown around so much it barely has any value these days. But here's some help. Allow me to enlighten you. Okay? A thing is a classic after it has been judged over a period of time to be of the highest quality and outstanding of its kind. The key phrases here are judged over time and outstanding of its kind. Like time has to pass first before something can be in the conversation for a classic. As someone said on Drake's Take Care. The only real music is going to last. All that other bullshit is here today and going tomorrow. From a storytelling perspective, Donda kills it. It blows CLB out the water. Donda is about redemption, suffering and salvation. It's about struggle and overcoming. It's about light and dark. It's about love, forgiveness, pain and passion. It's about grief, loss and acceptance. It's about honoring the memory of a highly influential individual in the artist's life, his mother. It doesn't get any deeper and more meaningful than that. CLB is about a guy living his best life. It's about women, shallow love, exes, bragging and complicated entanglements. It's Drake on a normal day. To understand Donda, you have to understand that Kanye is creating from a very deep bag of experiences. This is a guy that, over the past five years, has been in debt, now he's a billionaire. He married the love of his life, and now they're about to be divorced. He became a father to what? Like four children in that space of time. He went from being the most confident man on the planet to having a public, a very public mental breakdown. He endured criticism and cancellation for his political views, his eccentricities, and his mental health. Upon all of that, he lost his mother. That's a lot of life for one person to live in five short years. And Kanye being the consummate creative he is, used all of that as fuel to create Donda. Where most people would just hide away for mental health reasons, he turned all of that into something beautiful. He turned, he turned his, his shit to sugar, as I like to say. For that alone, Donda is superior. Drake, on the other hand, has had the fortune of being a pretty happy-go-lucky guy and having a dope, carefree life. And an artist can only create from what they know, from what they're experiencing. And no one makes carefree music vibes like Drake. He painted a picture of opulence, a life with first-world problems. Drake is so unproblematic and problem-free that he went as far as manuf manufacturing problems for himself just to make this album. I kid you not. What do you think No Friends in the Industry is about? 
How is Drake gonna rap about having no friends when he's the friendliest and most likable guy in the industry? Drake is a master of creating scenarios and getting us to buy into them, I swear. Think about it. Drake is that dude who generally just gets by on his charm. In fact, now that I think about it, his only enemy in the industry might be Kanye himself, what with all the beef they've been having for years. Speaking of Ye, if anyone can claim no friends in the industry, it's him. Ye has publicly and regularly had people desert him and turn on him for all kinds of reasons. Even Jay-Z distanced himself from Ye at some point. And guess what? Donda is the album that saw Ye and Jay reunite again for the first time in almost a decade. Just for that, Donda is special. But wait, there's more. To confirm all I've said so far, let's examine some lyrics, okay? Drake was real soft with it. Real risky too, at times. That nigga really said, Say that you're a lesbian girl, me too. Say that you're a lesbian girl, me too. He didn't even sing it, he rapped it. <laughs> then he said, It's pretty boys versus petty boys. That just lets you know where his head is at. How about, Started losing friends and finding peace. Y'all gonna abuse that one for the next six weeks. Oh my God, I'm already sick of it. Then Drake said, Posted that pic that you sent. It wasn't recent enough. How am I supposed to wife it? You're not Aisha enough. That was real tongue-in-cheek. I liked it. I liked that one a lot. Especially because I'm a fan of Steph Curry, so it just made sense. Then Drake really said, Angel eyes, but you've been giving me hell all night. Okay, that's a good line. That's a good one. I'm stealing that. It's going to come in handy one of these nights. <laughs> and my favorite line on CLB had to be from Lil Wayne. I can fly to check my mailbox. Invoices sounding like Jill Scott. Pill popped. House in the hidden hills on the hilltop. Her ears popped. She licked my lollipop on my teardrops. <laughs> Holy shit. She licked my lollipop on my teardrops. Apart from Wayne's line... Everything else is not really a lyrical gemstone or a thoughtful nugget, but they're extremely captionable and quite clever. I'll give him that. And if we're being honest, we knew to expect this. We know what to expect from Drake on a regular day. Now, Ye. Ye said, I got this God power. That's my leverages. I got this holy water. That's my beverages. Hold up. My nigga really called holy water a beverage. Like, I've never heard that or expected that. That is... Let's keep going. Then he said, How you gonna try to say sometimes it's not about me? Man, I don't know what I would do without me. The context in which that line was said is so poignant. Like, if you're paying attention, this guy is really pouring out his heart to someone. I think that that, that line was to Kim. I think he's referencing an argument they had and he, he she, she's like... Sometimes it's not about you, Kanye. And then, you know, he's responding on the track, but you know what it is. Then Ye said, This the new me. So get used to me. Looking in the mirror is the truth of me. Looking at my kids is the proof of me. Devil get behind me. I'm loose. I'm free. Father, Holy Spirit, let loose on me. Father, I'm yours exclusively. Bars. 
Bars. How are you not going to feel that? Then he said, You know where to find me. They cannot define me, so they crucify me. Omo. Omo. And my favorite line of the album from Ye. He's done miracles on me. Amen to that, brother. Amen. He's done miracles on me. So nice I had to sing it twice. Let's take a moment to pause and breathe. Relieve the tension. Whatever you're doing, close your eyes, take a deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. One more time. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Let's resume. Let's compare the covers, the album covers of both albums. Let's start with Donda. The album cover of Donda is blank simply because Kanye felt that no graphic would do his mother justice. It's that simple. He went with pitch black as opposed to any other color because he's grieving, he's in mourning. And I think that's beautiful and powerful and poetic and symbolic. That's that's dope. The album art for Certified Lover Boy is quite, quite clever though, but it's not particularly a visual masterpiece either just memes for the culture, designed to get the people going. Like I said, Drake is a master of viral sensations and creating scenarios. But who knew that nine pregnant emojis would catch fire the way it did? I give him props for that, for sure. But that pitch black of Donda, in fact, it's so clever because now they say that um, every time Drake closes his eyes, he sees the Donda cover. And that's really it. That's really it. Like all of us, every time we close our eyes, we see Donda. If that isn't genius, I don't know what is. Now, how about risk? I think every great artist thrives on risk. That's one of the great ways to judge great art. The riskiness of it all. And Donda is by far the riskiest between the two. Kanye experimented with so many different sounds, melodies, themes, and features. You never knew what to expect when you're listening for the first time. Even the second time, you're like, oh my God, I didn't even, like, oh boy, he, you, you took it there, Kanye, you took it there. Not only did he go outside of his comfort zone, he forced a few of the few artists that he featured on there, outside of theirs as well. Yeah, he had Lil Durk and Don Tolliver, for example, on some other level of depth, and I was pleasantly surprised. CLB was right in Drake's comfort zone. He didn't risk much. It's not anything we haven't heard before. It's Drake at his predictable best. The, 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 the riskiest thing was probably that lesbian lyric, to be honest. And we still ate that one up, hook, line, and sinker. So yeah, the risk level for me is quite low. Then Kanye took a huge ass risk featuring Da Baby and Marilyn Monroe. What? No, 
Marilyn Manson, my bad. Two artists that the world wants to cancel into oblivion. By putting them on that project, he showed his compassion, his independence of mind, his ability to look beyond public opinion and do his motherfucking thing. He gave that baby a platform, an opportunity to redeem himself, which was really cool. I love that about Donda. Only Ye could try that. Only Ye can stand up to the audience in that way. He took that risk at the risk of his numbers, at the risk of a potential Grammy, at the risk of even his peers questioning him and being like, bro, what the fuck? He even went against his label when they tried to remove the baby's verse. I mean, I know how we feel about the baby, but we can respect a man who has and lives by his principles. But as for Drake, his only standout feature was Thames, which is cool. And that's just because Drake, again, is a master at riding the wave and giving the people what they want. All Thames had to say was, hello, in her trademark voice and sound, and Nigerians would have ate that shit up with or without seasoning. Half of the numbers that CLB has done are probably just Nigerian listeners. Nigerian listeners pulled in by Thames. The song could be trash for all we know, and we still put that shit on repeat. That is not a testament to art, it's just a testament to human nature and, um, what they say, you know, bandwagoning, okay? Let's be clear. CLB is proof that better numbers does not always equate to better art. Drake gave the people what they wanted. Vibes, captionable lyrics, and something to talk about. Ye gave the people what they needed. A highly spiritual, conscious, and symphonic project made with love and care. Made with pain and gain. Donda was always going to lose the numbers battle. But it was still going to do great numbers regardless because Kanye is still Kanye, let's not make any mistake. And we haven't even talked about the fact that Ye rented out a whole fucking stadium for a listening party. From a marketing perspective, that's unprecedented and it's genius. He also took us behind the scenes of his process with his sleeping quarters in the stadium. His outfits, God, those outfits, those bright red things, those masks, those fucking shoes, what the hell, Ye? Like, that, that was a man going through it and he, he came through with it too. I also like that Ye was out in public connecting with the world as part of the process for crafting the project. Jake was largely incognito prior to the release of his album and then a couple of days before the release, he erected billboards, teasing lyrics and some of the features in the album. It was a cool tactic, but nothing compared to Kanye's own. Can we agree? Can we agree on that? I don't know. Let's keep going. In conclusion, Sha, in conclusion, Donda is a combination of all Kanye has been through over the last couple of years. He created from a deep place, a deeper place. Drake's was created from a significantly less substantial place, a shallow place. And I, I okay, you know what? Let me not use the word shallow because it doesn't send the right message. But let's just say compared to Donda, it wasn't, it, 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 it was just there, you know, I could, I could stand in the waters of that shit. You get? Because Drake has been able to craft for himself the best possible life and that shows in his art. I respect that 100%. CLB is dope, but it's just not deep. And you can say, and you might say that everything must not be deep. And that's true. 
but that's simply how art is judged okay we're not judging on whether an artist should be deep or not we're judging the merits of the album and the project and depth is part of it you know we judge art by the depth and the range of emotions it makes you feel donda was a roller coaster of meditation introspection relating to self-doubt and the need for strength in dark times with dope beats to match drake was just vibes high quality vibes but vibes nonetheless I mean, when I listened to Donda, I felt empowered. I felt inspired to be better. In fact, I actually like gave an apology to someone in the moment while listening to Donda. Like it made me apologize to someone in a way that I should have earlier. And that for me is meaningful as fuck. Like I felt inspired to be better. Donda had me contemplating my motherfucking life. It had me feeling grateful and and you know, I mean, yo, this these things matter. And all CLB had for me, all, all CLB had me thinking of was which lyrics I'm gonna send to a babe or a tweet or use as, a, as, as an IG caption, you know. And that again, that is cool, but there's levels, okay? It's like comparing Mozart and Miley Cyrus, in a sense. They both, they both are valuable contributions to the culture, but there's levels, okay? So for me, don't die for people in the process of overcoming. And CLB is for people enjoying the softness of life, or at least pretending to. Funny thing is, Donda and Certified Lover Boy are two sides of the same coin that is my life. On one side, I'm a Certified Lover Boy, loving life, living life. And on the other hand, on the other side, I'm a Certified Young God, trying to execute on some very lofty goals in the process of leveling up my current situation and it's really stressful. Know what I mean? Get you a man who can do both. Get you a man with range. Get you a god. <laughs> One more thing. The music industry, their peers, even Drake himself knows that Donda was the stronger or is the stronger project. Because among themselves, they know what it takes to make great art. They know what it takes to do what Kanye did. It's we, the audience, who are still catching up. We're the ones who lack the skill of art appreciation. Because a lot of us have never made stuff. A lot of people have never made stuff. They just consume. And they just get stuck in a period that is of their own preference. We don't know what it takes to do what Kanye did. So Donda feels alien and unrelatable. But now, saying all I have said, I encourage you to go listen back with all of this in mind. And I promise you, you'll get it. I promise you, you understand why Donda is special. Donda is brilliant. It took me somewhere I've never been. CLB was brilliant as well, but all too familiar. Okay? Drake gave us what we wanted. He gave us the album that we need, the album we deserve, especially with the pandemic and the other social, economic, and political bullshit afoot. In 100 years, CLB will be forgotten. Donda will be a classic. And it's not even close. This is The Young God. Thank you for tuning into this bonus episode. It's been fun, you know, going back and forth about this. But um, I hope the message was got. But 
Whether or not you get it, that's cool. There's still more awesome content across the podcast for you to go listen to. I cover all kinds of stories, topics, ideas, concepts, things that will make you think, delight you, put you onto new things. Um, this is really dope as a podcast, The Young God. I encourage you to go and see what you like. Just scroll down, take your time, you know, and just, I, I, I'm sure you find something that you like. And do follow the podcast on IG at The Young God Pod and on Twitter at I Am The Young God. Uh, we got exclusive content. We got the, the, the season, the new season coming in October, late October. So do subscribe and get ready for that. It's new levels of this thing where we're, we're approaching and I need you guys here with me. So subscribe, share with your friends, save the date. There's no date yet, but October for sure. Late October. Late October. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the mood. Enjoy the vibes. Be good. And be good at it. Whatever it is. And whatever you do, be the difference. Rodney out. <laughs>